they took to the stage. They made some announcements throughout. Yeah. Did you stay awake during the whole thing? Or drift off a little there? Uh, well, there were some there were some good things in there. I mean, we've been through some long Microsoft keynotes. We mm -hmm. were in one where they actually had to stand up and do a little bit of exercising. Oh, yeah. So we didn't die from blood clots. But uh, I... They, they they continue this two day of keynote thing, which mm -hmm. I I just they, I I feel like as weird as it is for a developer event to be used for marketing of things that have nothing to do with developers, the way that Apple and Google kind of do it, where they they're like, here's the keynote with you know the executives and all the you know mm -hmm. razzle dazzle whatever, and then we have the developer keynote, and uh, it's sort of like uh, I I saw REM in concert one time a million years ago, and they they played. Like their two most popular songs right up front. And they're like, all right, everyone from the MTV crowd can leave. Now we're going to start playing the songs we really like. And it's like, just go back and focus on developers, you know? Um, I don't like the way they do this. It's just, it's too much, it's, you know? And, and it's hard to, uh, it's hard to to stay awake, not awake, it's right, just alert, because there's stuff in there that is actually interesting, you know? Yeah. One of the, there, so there was a couple things that at least stood out to me. Uh, mm -hmm. One is the real obvious that we kind of all figured was coming, the co-pilot for Windows, mm -hmm. Windows 11, which, yep. again, there's this massive question on the side of, not docked to the side, but what is this thing going to cost and what is it going to actually be? Like, what is the business here? But anyways, yeah. they're bringing their co-pilot stuff to Windows where you can just dump a PDF into it and then it'll send all your data to the cloud and uh, do something with it and uh, summarize yeah. it for you. I feel like I feel like it's time to revisit the Windows UI. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that adding another button to a to a sea of buttons is the solution to this problem. Um, and that maybe there's uh, they've already done a little bit of reworking of that corner thing with the clock and all that stuff, um, where there's a quick settings menu now when you click over those three icons, um, and then uh, they've kind of combined a calendar and notifications. You know, maybe. Maybe that should be the co-pilot, right? Uh, over in the corner there. Like in, um, make it more consistent with um, Edge, you mm -hmm. know, the browser. Something like that. Yeah. What I they need know. is a big Bing button up in the right corner. All right. And then maybe a toolbar with nonsense on it. Or actually just have a little toolbar right down the side, just like the the sidebar in uh, at Edge. I don't know. I maybe. just find it interesting that they're calling this thing co-pilot, which is a very definitive choice rather than calling it the Bing bar or whatever you want to call it, because that to yes. me just signifies again, that this is part of a subscription product. This is a, a oh, interesting. thing for Microsoft to charge money for. Yeah. So cope, the word copilot equals pay equals some sort of tier of office yeah, Microsoft 365. Yeah. Something. Yep. Yeah. When you sign into uh, my, with a Microsoft account to windows for the first time now, um, if you have a Microsoft 365 subscription, they add a Microsoft 365 app icon to your taskbar. If you don't, they don't, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, okay. Um, you know, maybe it's like that. If you sign into your subscription and you, you're paying for this thing, maybe you get that bar thing or whatever, you know, maybe because I, I really, I, I just don't think another, I, 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 I feel like people don't understand what those things are to begin with. Most of them, I mean, the search icon's pretty, uh, you know, understandable. Well, now it's a search box, but 
Um, but they're just shapes, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like when you right-click on the taskbar and the things you need the most, right? And I, no, I can't just right-click on the taskbar. I mean, right-click on an item in Explorer or something. I almost have to create something because I don't have anything there. God damn it. Um, if you right-click on something, let me do that again. Um, the most common options that people would use, probably, Microsoft knows this better than me, but probably, are cut, copy, paste, right? Mm-hmm. Rename, share, delete. Those are the things they don't spell out. They just have icons. And it's like, okay, we've established that the Windows user base doesn't, by and large, does not understand concepts like cut, copy, and paste with regards to files, even though this has been present in the system since 1995. This is a fact. So, that's why things like uh, Snap have little hints because mm-hmm. it's not clear you can do this stuff. Like people don't just know it, you know. And um, I think the icons in the taskbar are the same thing. It's like what you you want me to use these functions, but like what am I supposed to do? F- like figure out what they are on my own, you know? I think you need to just make it more obvious. I think that's the point behind the Edge stuff, right? I don't like it personally, but when you open up Edge, you get this bar on the side, you know. Well. One thing that should be pretty obvious is that you should check out Alert Logic because Fortress Alert Logic offers the most comprehensive managed detection and response coverage for public cloud, software as a service, on premises, and hybrid environments. To learn more about Alert Logic, visit alertlogic.com. Descriptions have links. Yeah, just speaking of the opposite of logic, I, I should point out that I at least have enough self-awareness to re- to know that what I just suggested was I don't like the buttons on the taskbar. We should put another bar with more buttons on the side mm-hmm. so that people it's can discover charms it. charms bar. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm kind of talking about a charms bar because in my brain, what I was really thinking, which I don't think makes sense, again, is that mm. you kind of you hit the edge of the right side of the screen and that some bar appears. Yeah. Um, people would hate that, <laughs> you know. Yep. But, I mean, that's the way widgets sort of works, right? I mean... Um, Anyway, I, I actually don't have the solution. I want to be really clear about that. I'm, I'm just rewheeling here. But I, I, I think the thing that they're doing is not the best way. Mm-hmm. And maybe that changes. Maybe there is work being done. Maybe, you know, we keep talking about Windows 12 and maybe something, something, you know. Yep. Maybe by the time that comes along, this becomes more of a cohesive UI that they're just tacking it on today because this is the model that we have. And let's face it, the task, you know this, the taskbar is not particularly sophisticated right now. Mm-hmm. So. There's not really a lot of options here. Yeah, the other interesting thing that I think is going to honestly impact way more people than actually this Copilot stuff, at least today, is they announced the native ability to unpackage like RAR files and that kind of stuff. And yeah, 7-Zip zip and I think GZ maybe. Yeah, all that just natively is going to start working now. And boy, why yep. it wasn't it's one of those things like I... When did compressed files, I think they call it, when did that appear? XP, something mm-hmm. like that, a million years ago? This thing has been sitting half-assedly in Windows ever since. I, I bet they've never even looked at it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely I'd support for those things. I mean, 100%. But there's also, like, weird stuff like um, like a Word a docx file. Uh, is it really just a container for other things, right, that it describes the file? It's basically a zip file. Mm-hmm. I think like a Windows theme file is basically a zip file, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but one of the things you can't really do in Windows 11 is look inside either one of those things easily. Like, why wouldn't the built-in, whatever, the compressed folder or whatever, why wouldn't that just work with all these things? Like, it should be a... It's weird how limited it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's also a new AI section of the Microsoft Store coming. I'm not really sure what it's a thing. It's coming. Yay, I guess. I don't know. Try not to be cynical when um, the Microsoft Store is going to look at reviews and use AI to create a summary of those reviews. Uh, the cynical response to that is those reviews that it's using as source material will, in fact, have been written by AI themselves. <laughs> so now it will just be AI, plagiarizing AI. Um, that's fine. I, does this change the nature of the store in any way? Not really. It's mm -hmm. like when you go to, um, if you look at a place on Google Maps, it will say something like, people are saying, I don't remember how they describe it, but it will be like, the hot dogs are fantastic or you have to try the French fries or whatever, you know, they have little pull quotes that they yep. grabbed out of things right at the top. It's kind of a, it's kind of what Microsoft's doing uh, here for the store. It's an okay idea. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't change anything, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, the store is the, the store at the end of the day. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bing search will be integrated into chat GPT. That's probably the least surprising announcement at this point. Well, you notice the interesting, the, the language there was it's going to be the default. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that tells me that people can change it. Yep. And that tells me people will change it, <laughs> right? Um, one of the advantages of using chat GPT is that it's not Bing, right? Right. And so that's going to be an interesting test case of the Bing brand in my supposition or my prediction or whatever it is that I don't think this is a good brand and people don't like it. You know, so yeah. we'll see. Chat, B, chat GPT based off of Google, which is kind of like bard but not bard obviously yeah um potentially that that's going to be the big test that i guess will come out as people will ask queries and then it'll be like here's the bing results here's the one with google backing that'll be fun to watch yeah well yeah that and just uh, people aren't even going to check they're just going to switch to google you know yeah. just like they do in their browser even people who use edge i bet barnley this must be the most humiliating thing to the edge team i bet is that the majority of people probably do use google just like they the majority Maybe. of people use I don't know about for Edge. No, I know, Edge I, I, know, I don't care. know either. I'm just, you know, but some percentage, right? I mean, we don't yeah. really. Then, these are the things no one will ever talk about. Microsoft has invested $11 billion in uh, OpenAI so far. If most chat GPT customers uh, switch to Google, you're not going to hear about that. Mm -hmm. There's no good comes of, of being, of talking about that, right? There's no good, no good comes from that. Yeah. I don't know. Did you, I mean, uh, from the cloud stuff, right? I mean, a, because you either even remember any of this stuff, but like, is there anything that really was like, yeah, I mean, I think the thing you just mentioned was maybe the big news, like being the default and chat yeah. GPT, but as far as Microsoft's in-house AI cloud, blah, 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 whatever, I, I, I mean, there, this is far off. This is one of the trouble with one of the troubles with these announcements is you have to each one parse what, if anything, they say about availability. A lot of it mm -hmm. is in preview now, in preview this summer, coming weeks. But this one that I'm going to mention is like way out there. And it was basically they're going to start looking at ways that they can use AI to determine if content was created by AI and then automatically flag it. And um, this is not a unique idea, right? I mean, I know other people are talking about doing this kind of thing and that current examples fail spectacularly, but... Um, it's almost like a digital watermark kind of a thing, right? Like we, you want to yeah. know that that's that this is what it is. I think the funniest thing about it is this will take so long to get right that by the mm -hmm. time they do get it right, AI will be semi-trustworthy, and no one will care anymore. You know, it will be considered authoritative anyway. So the fact that like this content was created by AI, they'll be like, great, we, that's you know, that's what we want. 
at that point, maybe. But I don't. That's about it. I don't. I mean, there's data, the fabric thing, and yeah, yeah. We definitely need more brands. Um, yeah, bring all your basically analytics into a fabric, right? Can't make sure. anything out of it. Like you can't turn it into a <laughs> scarf. But... Sure. I don't know. Oh, it was pretty dense. They got like Data Factory, Data Lakes, Power BI. They got all these different mm-hmm. things, and I guess they're trying to unify them. It's a sci-fi movie from the future. I didn't, maybe. You know. So build day two will happen today. Maybe more Windows stuff. Maybe there won't be. We'll find out together. No, there definitely will be. Panos Panay is going to be part of this. And uh, it, I'm very curious. Like, you know, we keep talking about this. We're really curious about the the Windows news. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a little bit of it yesterday, obviously. Um, curious about any surprises. Today's it, looking at the people who are involved with this is probably going to be more Microsoft 365, maybe is the better term. Mm. But Windows will be a big chunk of it. So Panos will be on stage, and obviously we have to pay attention to that. So Yeah, we do. This should be more interesting to us. And maybe we'll be more interesting to you. Only be. No promises.